We, we take out our trash on Wednesday morning. And uh, as I told you a couple weeks ago, I have a strange fascination with it. When, I, when the truck comes, I watch it from my room. It has something to do with the same feeling I get at New Year's. They're, okay, we, 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 got, we got through. We got through. Because we've had some crises. We've missed it sometimes. We missed it once at, during the Holy Spirit conference when we had, listen, 25 people sleeping here. When you miss that, next week is going to be a big one. And you know, the, the neighbors see the trash going out, and they think, yeah, those are the Andersons. They're, we know they're weird. They're going to see that we're weird again this year because we take down our decorations about Easter time. And uh, the lights keep on, so uh, they know we're weird. Once I did this, I, I, didn't, I missed it again, and I put them in the van. I chased down the garbage truck. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Not the best way to do it, but I, I did it. I, I got it. If you don't have any trash, you don't need to take out the garbage. Never happened with the Andersons. Ever happened with you? Do you have trash when you're on vacation? I came back once from vacation. Listen to this. Check the trash. It had become maggots. Think about it in light of what I'm going to talk to you about. A trash can accumulate. And that's why we have people like Bob and Linda and Carol. One of the, one of the things that Karen and I love to do the most is help people offload garbage. And so I want to talk to you about having regular trash pickup in this new year, that you develop a, a pattern of dealing with trash so that trash doesn't accumulate. Turn to 1 John 1. Verse 5, here's what it says. This is the message that we have heard from him and proclaimed to you. That God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Where does trash uh, uh, fester? Where, where does it especially fester? In, in dark places, right? It can get moldy. It can get wet. It can get damp. And you find things, that, old clothes that you put away that got damp and they're ruined. You've got uh, in... in in marriages, you've got throwers and savers, right? You get two savers and check out their basement <laughs> or their garage. They do, huh? <laughs> okay, didn't know that. So, no darkness at all. If we say, uh-oh, sounds like there's a little deception here. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in Darkness. Darkness is where things grow. We lie and do not live according to the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, there are two things that result from that. We have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Wonderful place to be, walking in the light. 
walking in openness, walking in vulnerability. We're not vul we don't have to be vulnerable with everybody, but we need to be vulnerable with somebody, don't we? We need to open things up, open our book, open the things that are closed chapters and reveal them to somebody. If we say, there's the second time, Verse 6, 8, and 10 start with the phrase, if we say. There's some hiding going on here. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. So there's deception, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. So what is garbage? Garbage is unconfessed sin that festers. I want to read from, Luke, uh, from uh, Psalm 32, where that tells us about unconfessed sin and what it does to our bodies, let alone our spirits. It clogs up the arteries of our spirit, but it also impacts our bodies. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven. Blessed. Blessed is the man. Happy, blessed, healthy, in connection. To whom the Lord imputes no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. You saw that word before. We're seeing it again. Sin is deceptive. Sin can deceive us. Sin can derail us. And we don't even know it's happening. I didn't know years after I left seminary that I had something that I needed to deal with, somebody I had to forgive who had hurt me. I didn't know. It just stuck in there. And I heard, I'm sure, sermons about confession, about forgiveness, and it just went, Phew! And then I realized God convicted me kindly, mercifully. And so I released that person. It affected my body, not just my spirit. When I declared not my sin, okay, here's why I want you to take out the garbage. When I declared not my sin, what happened to my body? My body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night the hand was heavy upon me. God turns from directing us to disciplining us. He, want, he cares. He loves. And so he disciplines us so that we will turn like a parent disciplines a child. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. It worn out. We've got this sin that's there. It's like a cancer in the soul. I acknowledged my sin to thee, and I did not hide my iniquity. Way to go, David. So it festers. Second, garbage is destructive emotions like, like, pardon? Jealousy. Would you say that's destructive? Really destructive. What else? What are some emotions that are destructive that can lodge in our soul? Fear. Mm -hmm. Pardon? Anger. Depression. Hopelessness. Hopelessness. These are emotions that can get stuck in our soul. And 
we may not even know what, why we're getting headaches or why we can't sleep or why we're having nightmares or why, uh, why we're having relational problems. But it could be that there are destructive emotions. Turn to Genesis chapter 4. If you want, I'll read it. Now, Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I've gotten a man with the help of the Lord. I, it's hard to read this story for me because it's so sad. And again, she bore his brother Abel. Now, Abel was the keeper of sheep and Cain a tiller of the ground. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel brought of the firstlings of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering. Doesn't say what it was. We have some ideas. But God is not favoritistic. He doesn't just, uh, without any deliberation, favor one like this. There was a reason that God had. That God had regard for Abel. But Cain... And his offering he had no regard. So Cain was very angry. And his countenance fell. Now the Lord, he was very kind to Cain. Because he spoke to him and said, why are you angry? Who else did he say that to? Jonah. You preached a good sermon on that last week. That was a good sermon. Preached the gospel. And why has your countenance fallen? Something has changed in you, Cain. What's going on? There's something in your heart. Deal with it. It's deceptive. You're going to do something crazy if you don't realize it and deal with the garbage that's inside. Take out the garbage. If you do well, you will, be, you, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must master it. Sin is deceptive. And sin wants to get at us. And the Lord being so kind to him, instead of him taking it out, he took his brother out. Very sad, very sad. Garbage is an old newspaper. We don't save newspapers. I mean, we don't, some people do. It's an old banana peel, or it's an old emotion. What is it? That you can have anger, but you can't have it overnight. What's going on there? Let not the sun go down on your It's like manna, isn't it? Manna was good for one day. And when they went back the second day to get the manna, it had turned putrid. Anger can, can serve a useful purpose. Be careful, because sometimes it doesn't, you think it does. But sometimes it can. But if you keep it over a day, it's destructive. Literally, listen to this. What do rats like? They really like garbage. Rats are demons, our picture of demons. It's gross, isn't it? Yeah, gross. And so if our emotions go putrid, we're actually giving permission to the enemy 
When he says that, he says, lest the enemy, lest Satan deceive us. So he understands. Don't let the sun go down on your anger and do not give the enemy an opportunity. So we're giving the enemy an opportunity. We're saying, okay, have at it. We don't do that. So we want to deal with those emotions. Ever discuss what constitutes trash? One man's trash. So there can be discussion about what trash <laughs> might be. Scripture says, throw off anything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Why might we not want to deal with trash? Just, that's a question. Feedback. Why, why may, we, uh, may we sometimes not deal with it? It does take work. Pardon? Passivity. Passivity can keep us from, from dealing with it. It's just not a big deal. Mm. <gasps> yeah. We may even be denying it, that it's even there. I'm not angry. Sorry. Our, our, if a two becomes a seven, yes, you are. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. I don't have any garbage to take out. I don't, and and it, it's become a habit of talking in a way or responding in a way. Someone gives us a corrective word and, and we get offended because we just. Let me tell you why garbage needs to be collected. I'll give you four reasons why it must be collected because of self-deception. If we say we have no garbage, we deceive ourselves. I've got garbage. I got garbage. You got garbage. All God's kids got garbage. I, I pled with a young man once to deal with his garbage because it was evident. You know how it's evident? When a person opens his or her mouth. You can, you can smell it, can't you, Bob? You can, you can smell Bob. Bob has, has dealt with a lot of this in people's lives. It's wonderful to see how God gives him, a, gives him the ability, and others have too, to deal with garbage in people's lives. People open their mouth and you hear cynicism or self-rejection or victimization or, or something. Then you, then you say, yeah, there's probably garbage here that needs to be dealt with because of self-deception. Two, because trash can destroy us. It's like cancer of the soul. And a physical cancer. It's too, we have metal detectors. We have lie detectors. We have uh, detectors, x-ray detectors. We need trash detectors for our souls. And the Holy Spirit can provide that for us. The Holy Spirit can bring gentle conviction. I was at a conference. I think I was up in, up in Canada. And some girls were excited. They said, we need to bring Sharon up here. Okay. I said, okay, we'll bring her up. They brought her up, and I said, Sharon, you need to deal with some trash? Or do you want to? I said, do you want to? And she said, I've got to. It's killing me. That's what she said. It was good that she knew it. She dealt with it, and she felt very different when she got done. Third, because some people actually like trash. When John Maxwell came to a church that he was going to pastor, he was, wasn't there very long when he found out that Martha, or not her real name, 
had a, had a fascination for trash. And people would come and pile their trash on her. And he met with her and he said, uh, Martha, have you ever noticed that people, they come and they tell you all their gripes? And she said, yeah, I've noticed that. Why do you think that is, Pastor? And here's what he said. You're a trash dump. You like to take people's garbage, not to heal them, but because for some reason you like to take it. And he said, I'd like it if you chose not to do that anymore. And his straightforward, loving, corrective word changed her life. She realized that she is she was taking dump in a negative way and really encouraging people to keep their dump. And she changed and some people like it. We don't want to like it. We want people to deal with that stuff, not hold on to it or pass it along to others. Fourth, here's an important one, because we don't want trash on our minds. I'm not saying to you think more about trash. I'm talking about thinking less about it. If we confess our sins, what happens? He removes the garbage. And so we, we need to be Christ conscious, not sin conscious. As a young man, I thought it was important for me to be conscious of sin. I was eager in the Lord, but I didn't understand. And so I thought about sin. I don't want to sin. I don't want to sin. It didn't do anything. It didn't change me. I want somebody now to deal with it, to take it away, not for me to concentrate on it. So the purpose of talking about this is not so that you'll have an obsession for garbage. It's so that you'll confess it and get rid of it and deal with it. And you can move on and think about Jesus and his love and what he's going to do for you in 2016. The early church had a regular practice of garbage collection. Therefore, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that, finish it, healed. Healing comes when we take out the garbage. Healing comes as we confess our sins in appropriate, divinely initiated ways with one another. They discovered that walking in the light strengthened fellowship and released healing. The verse 1 John 1, 9 that you probably know, if we confess our sins, who does that, don't answer quickly, who does that verse say to confess to? Does it say? Does it, 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 the context suggests one another. Because we're walking in the light with one another, it's easier to confess to God than to one another. But when we confess to one another, we're confessing to God and to one another, and we're strengthening the fellowship. We don't, we don't throw our laundry out for everyone to see, but we develop a practice. I do it in my... In my personal prayer, as I've told you before, I, I needed something to help me because I was poor in prayer 
and I would get up wondering, well, if I, did I cover what I was supposed to? So I just, for my own sake, developed P-R-A-Y. Praise. What's two? Repentance. Ask. Yield. So I, I go through. Sometimes I sit just because I want to be aware of areas that I, I might be missing. And so this is in my little prayer sheet. I repent. God, forgive me where I've wasted time, where I've been undisciplined, where I've lacked passion, where I've been unloving, where I've been insensitive, where I've been uncaring or judgmental or critical or anxious or fearful or doubtful or self-conscious or overbearing, presumptuous, opinionated. As I do this, sometimes things come to me. Stubborn, easily offended, unbelieving, careless, tolerant, Selfish, unmerciful, irritable, disobedient, angry, impatient. If you notice, I'm dealing as much with sins of omission as commission because those are the ones I might miss. And so I want to be ready to deal with things in my life where I've been passive, where I've omitted something that should have been there, or where, where it's a little... Sins of the heart more than the overt. If we totem pole sins, the overt ones are out there. But sins of the heart are less. So I, I don't want to be caught with garbage and miss out. So is this another thing for you to do? Great. Now, now we, we have another thing to do in the new year. Actually not. The Bible says, faithful is he who has called you, and he will do it. So I, I talked to my kids, and I, I said, you know, you can, you can put your resolutions in way of an invitation of God to work. This coming year, I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to eat better. If you if you got eat, sleep, and I mean eat, exercise, and something related to devotions, you've covered 85% of them <laughs> of, of Christians. Right. 85 or more percentage. So I can put them in a form of I'm going to, or God, I'm trusting you to work in me, exercise this year. Then it's an invitation to, for God to do. Faithful is he who call you. It's Bob's favorite song. He who began a new work <laughs> in you will be faithful. Here it is. You remember it. He began a good work in you. He who began a good work in you. Good work.
He'll do it. He'll do it in you. This will be a great year as you trust, not try harder, but trust more. We're trusting in the Lord to do some wonderful things. Father, we pray that you would develop in us a practice of regular garbage collection in our lives so that we can stay focused on what we want to stay focused on, not garbage, on Jesus Christ. We want to be Christ-centered and cross-focused. We want our lives to, to exude the fragrance of Jesus, not the putrid smell of garbage. I pray for any here who are stuck, oh God, I pray that you would do a solid work in them to release them into a new life of liberty as they deal with those things, maybe that have accumulated, maybe that are hard to deal with. I pray that you'd give them hope. Just take a moment now. If there is, if there is any garbage Oh, that you can say, I need to deal with it. That you won't have to be compelled to deal with it, but that you can, that you will. That God will have mercy on you, bring a powerful healing into your life. Go ahead, God. Work your gentle conviction that shows us the cross of Christ and the place where healing can come so that we may be released into the mission that you've got us for in 2016. I pray that in this year, Lydia House would be people on a mission and that we could not be stopped because we are absolutely dependent on something greater than our skill or our wisdom or finesse. We're dependent on the Holy Spirit of God to do his sovereign work in and through us. So now, uh, we'll just take a, uh, just a, a moment to have a little prayer. We're going to go up and have potluck together. It always seems that we have food available, so whether you brought something or not, you, you join with us. But s just spin over and pray with someone close to you, if you're comfortable. Sometimes guys need to pray with guys, not always, but sometimes girls need to pray with with girls. If there's something you want to deal with that you want to talk to one of us about, either the, uh, Bob, Linda, Karen, I, Bob, or, or one of the leaders, Carol, Dave, uh, they'd be available too if there's something that you want to deal with right away. I, when I had a time of full orb confession of, of years, I went to my mentor, my pastor, and uh, I spent about a week getting ready for it so that I, I would really deal with it and that that's another way you know if you'd rather have a time of reflection but just turn and have a have a little prayer now before we go upstairs